everyone to your information location to bring you all the indie game goodness you crave i'm speaking of course about the nordy dirk podcast but you already knew that didn't you you're so clever another clever person with us today is my brother brandon campbell sup bro how's it going bro <laughs> i am pretty clever i clever admit girl. it I'm a, clever girl. Uh, so i'm a raptor i'll take it wait i'll take it uh, you're, you're, you're a girl oh, oh. <laughs> well as long as i'm a raptor girl we also have the That's human okay. jukebox andrew linder <laughs> that was Whoa. my. That was my. That was okay. Um, on the spot, man. I'll take it. You no, know, it's not really a jukebox because they play music. That was more of a. Yeah, that was more <laughs> like open my mouth and have like Elton John be singing something. Or something. Well, someone has to pick it. You know, well, you don't true. get to sing your own music. So how would you adjust that? Would you just like poke my nipples? Probably. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> and finally, making a triumphant return to the show. Guys, let's give it up for AJ Vogel. Welcome back to the podcast, AJ. Yay. Welcome back. All right. I really tried. How are you feeling, man? I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, I'm going to do twice as much talking on this episode to the point where everybody hates me because I was not on the last episode. <laughs> I am make expect- up for the show. I am expecting that. But well, <laughs> you don't need to talk twice as much. You just need to talk twice as fast. <laughs> I need to <laughs> go. I need to talk twice as feels. Okay, Boomhauer. Bang old video game over there. You know? Oh, also, can I review Goat Simulator real go, quick? Go. Yes. All right, Goat Simulator gets a five. What? Five. Oh. Five. Okay, we can't really? keep going because I loved that game. So give here's me your here's the reason. Sixty second okay. synopsis. Here's go. the reason. Every time I've asked somebody why they've liked Goat Simulator, the top two answers I've gotten is it's really funny and it's awesome. Are those really reasons? Yes. Yeah, I yes. disagree. You are false. It's like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> you are false. <laughs> except not. But it has a goat. Uh, AJ. And a giraffe. AJ, I think that I've come to a crossing in our friendship and that I realized. You know what? You I hate I... you too. So whatever. No, 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 no. You are one of my favorite people on the planet. I just think that you and I are very different people. And you we don't appreciate have to sugarcoat it, man. We appreciate different things. It just sucks that you're wrong I just, all the time. I just wish you would just say what you're trying to say instead of putting all this corporate bull crap. He's on trying it. to Andy's say... trying to break up with you. I'm... No! <laughs> He's saying that you're wrong and you should feel bad. Well, thanks. I feel bad. Okay. Let's keep going. Happy You're- Easter, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording on Easter Sunday. I hope you all had a fantastic Easter with your family and friends and loved ones and your video games, which is what we're actually here to talk about today. So why don't we just go into it unless anybody has anything before the show gets started? No, yes, maybe. No. Brandon, why did you pick this game? Well, I like puzzle games. I like <laughs> scary games. And this is one of both. This is a scary puzzle game. It is a scary puzzle game. And it had really high reviews, and it was somewhat cheap. And what so, game would that be? This is Year Walk. It is a game about, uh, what is it, Scandinavian, <laughs> Swedish? What do we, uh, Swedish? Swedish. Uh, Swedish. Swedish folklore. So, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, 2013, when, was, when this was released, developed, and published by a Swedish mobile game developer, Simogo. It's available on PCC. I didn't get upset about the developer this time. So we just call that's down. That's because it's Simogo, and that sounds awesome. That is a I pretty know. cool name. <laughs> Simogo, it was developed uh, for PC and iOS. So if you have a, uh, a or iOS device, your iPhones, your tablets, go ahead and download this one. That's actually what I. That's how I played this game. So I played oh, it good. on this little gear pad. So we have the the difference there. Good deal. So right off the right out of the gate, I'm going to say that the iPad transfer is really good, but it's a little weird because the whole point of horror games is to get you scared, right? And when you have this tiny little sound coming out of your iPad, the jump scares, which there are a few in this game, really aren't that great. I would like to point out, as far as it being on mobile, yeah, if you do get scared, the first thing I think of if I'm holding a phone and playing a game and I get scared, I'm going to throw the phone across the right. room. That's true, especially with jump scares, which, as Andy said, this game has plenty of those. So I, I I think if I was jump scared and I was holding my phone, I would probably at least drop it. So that, In a similar strain of jump scares, mm-hmm. I know that at least you have. I'm not sure about uh, Brandon and AJ, uh, but... Have you guys read that Korean comic where you uh, scroll down nope, and it makes yep. a noise? Yes. Oh. Yeah. oh, I have uh, not. <laughs> don't. Save yourself the trouble. But I, I generally do avoid scary things. Oh, but yes. it's, one of, it's one of those things where you you look at it and then you wish you hadn't afterwards. And that, actually, that never happened with this game for me, honestly. Okay. So, Fair enough. Fair enough. But... Um, we will uh, post the comic link. I'll find it. <laughs> and, uh, we'll post it for the rest of you, so you can all see it because it's ter- tor- uh, it's horrifying. We're not horrifying and terrifying. We're not going oh, to spoil his terrifying. That you'll just have to go and see why it's scary yourself. So if you don't want to sleep tonight, click the link below and uh, crack your neck before you enjoy read the comic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the game is loosely based on an old Swedish tradition called. Uh, you pronounced it before the show, and I can't remember. It's Ars. What was it? Uh, let me read the. It's, let me read the. It's underlined. It's, it's all. I believe. I believe. Uh, Bonjourno. <laughs> no. That's... Year walk. Uh, it's it's called Year Walk. Is, no, that, the, yes. is that the no, name of the, the 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 Swedish festival? Well, it, I believe the Swedish. Well, I mean, uh, technically, it's pronounced Year Walk. It's called uh, Orsong. Ors. Orsgang. Yes, and Orsgang. that is an old Swedish tradition in which you. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get into what it is later, but that's where the game centers around. It's it's really weird. It's survival horror and time travel. Which is I don't I can't think of another example of those two honestly. Doctor Who. Yeah, but that's not it's survival, survival horror, horror video yeah. game. But it is survival horror. Sure. And well, it's time not, travel. This one what? isn't really survival. You there's no way to die really. It's more of like yeah. a puzzle horror. Okay. So yeah, so puzzle horror. That's a better way of looking at it. It's a point and click adventure. Has you playing as Daniel Svensson navigating through a creepy forest in a first person esque puzzle game, mixed with horror elements. Your walk started out as a film script. That writer Jonas Terstad shared with the developer. The two considered turning the script into a game, according to Flesser, almost jokingly to start with. So this game never was supposed to be a game. It actually just um, kind of strangely organically turned into a video game. This is going to sound so racist, but all I can think of... <laughs> Best way to is, start a sentence. All I can think of is the Swedish chef from... Uh, <laughs> like, make a Swedish game, Borg. <laughs> I'm a Swedish plumber here to fix your pipes. And nobody can take, take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all, aren't we all Swedish? I am not Swedish. Oh. I am German. We're very Swedish. I wish I was I'm just Swedish. a little ish. I'm <laughs> Swedish. So what, what Flesser said about this game is that they were really tired with how most horror games just rely on jump scares. So even though there are some in here, 
this is more about atmosphere and about this constant foreboding that you feel like it I, I, a great word would be dread there's constant dread in this mm. game and we've encountered this before in other games we've played um with both penumbra and for those of us that have played uh, amnesia that sense of dread is what propels the game forward. Yep. If it had, it has its jump scares. Don't get me wrong. There, there are those moments in, uh, in both those games or in other games uh, that create that nice sense of dread like that. That still have their jump scares, but truly great horror games all come from that sense of dread throughout yep. the game. I, I do want to say that because of the type of game this is, being a tablet slash computer game, um, I think that there's not as much atmosphere as, say, Penumbra Amnesia, because obviously they can't really put that much yeah. into this type of game. And it, as much as they say they don't rely on the jump scares, I would say that the jump scares were the only points where I actually got scared. Right. Or not scared, but, you know, jumped. <laughs> and maybe it's just me playing it on the iPad, but the elements that are supposed to have that foreboding dread, for me, for personally, never worked at all. There was mm. very few points in this game like Brandon said where I got scared now having said that when they came they were so infrequent that I had to I almost threw my iPad across the room just like you said <laughs> yeah I, I think I'd agree is the point that uh most of the time you're in this um kind of snowy wilderness area you know you're in Sweden or yeah yep. I'm assuming yep, Sweden. Sweden yeah and uh it just it seems pretty normal there's nothing that creepy about it but like you said there's infrequent frightening parts which are so infrequent that you don't expect them at all and that is when they actually get kind of creepy right the uh the game received highly positive reviews from critics aggregating review website game rankings provided an average rating of about 87 percent. that's actually where everybody roughly stood is high 80s low 90s wow that's um, pretty high year walk actually got a five out of five on another one saying it's a haunting adventure game from simogo that blends a dark world and involved mythology together to create an absolutely amazing experience. I disagree with that, but this is this person's review or opinion, and they're, of course, entitled to it. So one of the things that I did like about the game is the mythology attached to it, the mythos, this story. I mean, I don't think we're, anyone here is going to argue that this is an amazing story attached to this game. Well, we should probably get into what the actual story mm -hmm. of the game is, what you're doing in the game, that type of thing. So, right. Know. So the ritual itself is a direct I, ors orsgargardarg. What is that you, one? Which that means one. the which very same in yeah. English means year which walk. Which means year walk is quite literally chosen to translate is a ancient Swedish custom on which the game is based. Uh, almost all variations involve having to spend a full day inside of it. This is actually really creepy when you think about what this would entail. You have to spend a full day inside a dark room alone. One is not allowed to talk to anyone or have anything to eat or drink at the stroke of midnight, usually around Christmas or New Year's for some reason, because that's apparently a very sacred and holy time for this, for Swedish people. Rituals. Sure, right. The Swedes. The stroke of midnight, you're to exit the dark room and head for a local church. It was not an easy task as strange and dangerous creatures roam the night. This is where you you encounter things in the game, like the horse, yep, and, the horse the freaking, and a goat. Thing. Yeah, the goat thing, a and, bird that comes out of another bird. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you? Did you? Okay. Because that part confused the crap out of me. Yeah. There. There's a point where you're trying to unlock a gate and you're trying to get this key, which keeps moving. And at one point, where you actually find the key, you find this crow, just a normal crow, and you click yep. on the crow. And if you keep click on it, a giant monster crow comes out of the yep. crow's mouth oh. and gives you the key. 
because that's what giant monster crows apparently do in they, Sweden. They're well, really friendly. You're not wrong because in uh, in uh, Devil May Cry, for those of you who played <laughs> that, you do fight indeed a giant monster crow. What does he drop? A key. Well. There you go. Uh, I guess not. For those of you who would excoriate me on here for him not actually dropping a key, to be fair, he drops fire (laughs) gauntlets that then unlock the next section of the game. So shut up. It's basically it's the key metaphorically. It's it's a metaphorical key. Yeah. There you go. Um, If the walker reached the church alive, he has to walk around it in a specific pattern. So that actually is one of the puzzles in the game. Is you you have this church and then you have to. You have to walk around yeah. it in a specific like left, right, right, left, left, right, right, something like that. I don't, I don't remember it, honestly. I, I'm just making up crap right now. Sure. Um, and the future, and once you get inside of the church, the future would be revealed to you within another year, so you're able to plan your life accordingly. It's a really interesting concept. Having said that, I don't think it makes a good game. I really don't. I think that they had it right that this should have been a movie instead of a game. That was I, my biggest impression. I would have to this. agree. I think that the thing that this game did well is, first off, it's a puzzle game, and you have to just accept that this is way more of a puzzle game than any like a horror game. The horror aspects are kind of secondary, which I right. was looking for more of a horror game, but the puzzle aspects are okay. Um, but once you actually beat the game, there is a secondary ending, which has a lot of lore and uh, story behind it. Yeah. And I think that's probably the best part of the game. I agree. I don't want to like dis- discount everything that you just said. And I kind of want to go back to the whole uh, oh. it being a Swedish ritual. Absolutely. Uh, there are no drugs involved in this? No. Oh. Well, depriving your brain of essential nutrients from not I don't eating. know, man. That's not a drug. That's not. <laughs> that's you can't <laughs> take depriving yourself of... So you, you're just in a dark room for a day? Well, okay. Yep. If you're in a dark... Or a dark room? You're in a dark room. A dark room for a long period of time, you're going to hallucinate. You're going to be malnourished. A long... A, a day? For a day? Go no, 24 hours no. without eating and drinking. No, I disagree I've because when Elder Scrolls came out, when Skyrim came out, <laughs> I sat in a dark room for 24 hours and I was fine. No. So, no well, eating, no drinking. I don't, <laughs> know, you I don't know if you were fine, man. <laughs> oh, I wasn't fine. I was sitting, <laughs> becoming a skeleton in okay, front of a monitor as I championed causes then, that were not mine. But then you didn't go walk around a church, so. And there's a there difference between playing Skyrim and being, you know, solitarily confined in a like a cupboard. Essentially, is what they're talking about. Like throw yourself in a dresser. I, I think they said cabin. Uh, I'd have to go back. Is, is it cabin or cabinet? Is it's, it cabinet? <laughs> Fine. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just kind of arguing, just like stupid little ritual stuff. But sure. I don't know, man. You should do it. So I, I, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> go do it. This, this is apparently a very old tradition, and it's not nearly as popular. Of course, it's not nearly as popular because we have things like technology and modern science. But this dated way back to like the 1600s. This is a really old ritual that a lot of people. I guess that's did. pretty cool. So, and it vanished completely in the early 20th century. That's century because so it doesn't work. It, well, you no, you you cannot. You cannot glimpse into the future I, by I starving mean, yourself. No, no, no. I mean more along the lines of like having that supernatural experience, right? In general, which having which going from that, the ending of this game is the entire game yeah. is really weird. Yes, there's a point where you have to collect floating ghost babies and deliver them to a <laughs> to a, a river horse. Yep, and there's a part where you have to click on a, a goat things heart over and over but the end of the game is weirder than all of those combined it makes no sense it's just floating white blankness where you move 
random puzzle. I don't know. It's really yeah. weird. Floating ghost babies are the worst ghost babies. <laughs> yeah. The the horse that you deliver the floating ghost babies to uh-huh. are actually um I what I believe to be a uh Andrew's Googling a at his phone, thingy so. called I believe Selkies. Selkies. Let me look it up. Um, I have the uh Oh, did you get the companion? I app? did get the oh, companion. Oh, never mind. Yeah. You okay. would know better so, than I. I only know that from the uh, Between the Buried and Me song. While you're doing that, Andrew, give me a spoiler <laughs> alert sound. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Worst spoiler alert ever. Um, I, we're we're going to go ahead and spoil the ending of the game because the, the biggest draw and the most important part, and I think the best part about the game, is the story because it's so fleshed out and it draws on these mythological elements. Um, Brandon, did you get to the end? Uh, I did get the end. I actually beat the entire game and then beat the secondary okay. hidden ending as well. Okay. Andrew, you were going to say something? I just wanted to touch... Well, we were, we were talking a second ago about um, how this game is really more uh, about a puzzle story-driven yeah. than it is more like an action event. Well, it's more about the art and about the story than it is about anything else. Yes, absolutely. And it's weird to me that like that's a very common, or a very, uh, common newer... Oh yeah, thing in games like um, you look back at all the old titles for Nintendo that we all love, and all those titles are gameplay only. Yep. There's no story attributes or anything to. I mean, you get the uniqueness of some of those games like Mega Man, etc. Right, those iconic figures. But a lot of newer games, I, I think it's almost flip flopped. A lot of like this game, for example, uh, or another game uh, called Grow Up. It's uh, yeah. on Steam. You just climb a vine. Like it's. It's interesting to see how it went from being all about the actual uh, playing aspect to now almost focusing a majority on the story-driven aspect sure. of the games. I think, I mean, just what comes to mind for that is, uh, I think that's just technology-based. Like, back then, they were just yeah. working with what they had and, you well, know, it's like they, secondary. They needed to focus. It went from something, because people played games, card games, tabletops, and that was... It was poor. Excuse the poor phrasing, but it was porting. Yeah, the those experiences over to a digital format, and now it's just become a new art form. Since so we have, yeah, since we have all that technology at the ready, like we can expand more. There's on no the limits to, and that that's why it's the same deal with old bit music as well. Is that it's everyone's like, oh, that's so catchy. Well, it had to be. They couldn't port in Shadow of the Colossus. They <laughs> couldn't do that. It wouldn't work. Now, uh, first off, I wanted to say that I agree that it's technology based. I mean, if you have these old and like NES cartridges that cartridges, they didn't want to put in all this text and <laughs> yeah. story. They just wanted to put in gameplay because they didn't have the much, you know, memory that they could actually put stuff on. Yeah. And uh I actually had a question. Would you guys prefer that type of game, the old NES purely no story, or a game like this where Ooh. it's probably about seventy five percent story, twenty five percent actual gameplay? There uh I think that's a uh it's false a f- it's a false equivalence because you uh you have that that's not probably not the right word, but I like the way it sounded. <laughs> it. Um you it's a give and take. Like you have some of each. Like the perfect game is something that is uh for example, Bastion would be a great example of this. It's a very colorful, very artsy, very unique game with the way it looks. Hmm. The music is the one of the best soundtracks for any video game I played. Okay. And uh it's it's an extremely thought provoking, uh excellent game. But it also has great mechanics. Like the bosses are fun to fight, the items are fun to upgrade. Like there's a lot about the game that serves both sides to that argument. So mm-hmm. I think that the healthiest way to make a game is to 
grab the best bits from both sides. And I, I don't think that you necessarily need to sacrifice one for the other. One of the things, Andrew, you say all the time, why not both? You can have <laughs> games that have great story and great gameplay. This game has a great story. Uh, I, 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 want, I do not. I didn't. Okay. If you want my opinion on it, I just I like story more than more than I, game. I, I tend to lean yeah. story as well. I mean, I would I would agree that I would definitely prefer a game that has both. But um, I'm on the other hand where if I could only have one or the other, really, I would prefer mostly gameplay. Typical like, warrior. I would probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would probably go back and play the some of these old NES games, Contra, Mega Man. I would probably prefer those games to a game that's almost all story with almost with very little gameplay see this is why uh this is why it's hard for me telltale has been making those uh story driven yeah, yeah. adventure games the left for that dead. are doing so well obviously because they just made one about Walking borderlands dead. now so what right Whoa, yeah. Really? yeah 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 it's uh tales huh. of the borderlands i think it's called oh and uh telltale made it's all like handsome jet it's got a lot of characters from oh. borderlands in it and they That's did one really for cool. the comic book series uh for not Alice, that's not right, but uh, it was like Fables. Remember the comic book Fables? Oh, right. Um, they did a series for that, and they did one for Walking Dead as well. And they did one for Game of Thrones, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, did they one did for one Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're week. great. They're great. They're awesome. I've played them, uh, a decent amount of them, actually. But it, I always find myself wanting to do something else while I'm playing them, hmm. simply because like, I have a, such a short attention span because of games like World of Warcraft. <laughs> I need action in the moment. Don't blame World of Warcraft. And, and here is a game that has done both gameplay and story phenomenally. And that's maybe a reason why it's been around for 10 years. But wow, it's a prime example of the kind of games that you like, Brandon, where you can have a healthy mix. True. Yep. yep. So, spoiler alert. Give me it again. <laughs> okay. Um, your walk begins <laughs> with the protagonist, Daniel, visiting his lover, Stina. Stina? S-T-I-N-A? Stina. 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 Is it Stina, would, Steiner? Stina blow your horn? I would guess Stina, Stina maybe. Sure. Who hints or that Stina. she's been Stina. proposed to and warns the player about the dangers of your walking, saying that her cousin died while engaging in the activity. So you're already oh not supposed gosh. to do it. Yeah, basically, um, you are her alternate lover type of thing. She's been proposed to by her boyfriend. Oh, you're kind of the guy. You're the been, side hoe. You're the side you hoe. You don't know yep. that, though. You think that this is the person that, you know, she's your lady or whatever. Yep, so... Later on, you get kind of mad, but anyways. Throughout the whole game, the player uh, has to navigate the forest through supernatural puzzles and creatures trying to, to figure out this whole mystery. The very end of the screen, the player glimpses the future and big words come up on the screen that say, I don't love you anymore. Flashing before the screen cuts to the body of Stena, who dies from a knife wound before the credits roll. So that's the first ending. There are two endings to this game. Brandon? I'm, I'm coming to you now. Yeah, the second ending, which is really kind of cool because uh, you start the game over and it starts at exactly the same place. There's uh, one puzzle, though, that you could never actually finish. Yep. It's this, like, lockbox thing where you have to enter a certain, like, combination, yeah, kind of. Da Vinci have, Code. They have different uh, figures and symbols, triangles, yeah, like triangles and moons. Yeah, moons and yeah. Uh, squares and whatnot. And you have to put them in a certain order, but you don't know that order until you beat the game. And once you, uh, to figure that out, you find this kind of journal of the yeah. um, game developers. The, kind of, yeah, Theodore Olmsten. Yeah, you yeah. find, or I think it's actually from Daniel's point of view. It's a bunch right. of like journal entries of him finding, uh, no, it's journal entries of him talking about him cr like creating the game and thinking about going on year walk and all this stuff. And it talks yep. about, you know, oh, I found this box out in the wood, which is the box that you have to open and he's talking about, oh, now I'm seeing all these things that, uh, all these creatures when I'm walking around town and I'm, uh, 
I wake up in the morning, there's yeah. stuff drawn on my hands. It's I have creepy. a tattoo that I didn't have before. And after you find the correct code in these journal entries, which takes a while, you open up the box and, well... There is a newspaper clipping showing that you were the one to murder her. There's a string attached to the box, which opens the compartment that shows snapshots of SpongeBob at a Christmas party. <laughs> Daniel was actually the one to murder Stinner after she took another man's hand in marriage. So you play the whole game trying to save her, and you're the one who actually kills her in the first place. Yep. That sounds an awful lot like another game we played where it was a platformer. Oh, Dino D-Day. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was Dino. The dinosaurs get to the end, kill their lovers. <laughs> they, they kill Hitler. <laughs> no, uh, Mark of the Ninja. Oh. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, it's, it's, it's very You think similar. you're doing good, you get to the end, you pasha! Oh, I should have, sorry, spoiler for Mark of the Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> listen to oh, um, it's the same deal. Like, I love when they can pull twists on you like yep. that. Although, I will say, you usually see them coming. Like, you usually have somewhat of an inkling about This one, this, this one, one I... actually don't. They and... don't really introduce it in such a way that you believe that you're the bad guy. You believe most of the time that you're just the sad hero who's not going to get the girl well and they, they did that by putting in that second ending like yep. that so yep. that that works out quite well daniel's execution for his crime of murdering stina um there's a point in the uh, story where you see a letter that says you know what to do before the player is shown an image of a knife that the author has also left before the ending card is shown this this game is depressing as all get i was out. gonna say this is this is the kind of game that sounds like you don't want to play after a serious incident, this game yeah, is right. a radio exactly. album. Yeah, this, it, this doesn't sound like a game that uh, if you're going takes your time. Away. If you're going no. through some stuff in your life and it may not be going a hundred percent, go play Airbag. You know that's a fun <laughs> game. If, yeah, if you're the side hoe and you you <laughs> open a box in the woods that and you find a knife. <laughs> don't stab her, right? Please. Yes. Or him. Find, I'm not trying to be sexist. You're gonna have a bad time. If don't you find do yourself. It. Being a side hoe. <laughs> also, this game says that if you find a creepy box out in the middle of the woods, don't bring it home because you yes. will have weird haunted or, horses yeah, no, and the same with ghost the, babies. There yeah. was a movie that came out with, uh, it had Modest Yahoo in it as a rabbi. It was a horror movie. What? Yeah. The, the, the Jewish rapper, Modest yeah, yeah, Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they found a box at some garage oh, sale oh, or yeah, something. Yeah. And then this little girl, she's eating pancakes fast. It's like, honey, slow down. And then he stabs her in the hand yeah, with the... Where, like, that's where uh, the fingers are coming movie? out of yeah. What was the movie? Okay, somebody Google oh. it. I it but that's, that's <laughs> the same. Like, why I don't do even people, want this in my search That's engine. what gets <laughs> me. Like, <laughs> she was like looking in the mirror and then all of a sudden fingers start coming yeah. out yep. of the throat. Yep. Why? Why is this an idea? <laughs> that's what Who gets me, though. It's like One of my favorite... I saw this picture recently. It was like... All these people were uh, holding hands in a circle and like summoning Satan or something. And this uh, uh, African American gentleman was commenting on the video as a whole. He's like, "So uh, I've noticed that it's only white people <laughs> that summon demons. Huh. Thanks for that. It's true. Uh, He's not wrong. Not at all. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so we're gonna get emails about that. Probably. Please bring them on. You know what? I, I, I got this. I'd love to hear your email. So write us in. Let us know your thoughts. Um, I don't think there's any argument from any of us that the game made an excellent story, right? This is a compelling piece of <laughs> of plot and even not literature, but <laughs> Andrew's going crazy. <laughs> I really think like the the reason this game is a great story is because the folklore is a great story. Yes. Yeah. Um, the source material is good. To Scandinavian, build on that. Swedish, Scottish, Irish folklore, like all that goodness. That's totally up your alley, isn't it? Is well, it's on my alley. I have practically a sleeve devoted to that. But um, <laughs> it's 
all that like it's the weirdest lore out of any play other than Japan. The weirdest lore <laughs> out of any other folklore I've ever read. Like for example, in the uh, Icelandic sagas and in the Havamal or okay. in, in the not holy scripture of the Norse people, but uh, people read them. It's uh, required reading for your Norse paganism, mm, right? And um. They talk about, like, for example, Thor, uh, in one of his stories, dresses up uh, in drag to sneak into uh, Jotunheim, I think, where the where the trolls are, where the ice ice trolls are, oh, okay. to uh, yeah. steal his uh, horseback or something like that. Okay. Slip near, maybe? I don't know. But um, it's it just, it, they're stri- like, Loki, for example, turns into a horse, gets knocked up, and then turns into, but- like... It, it's weird, but that's what makes good stories is to, weirdness. That's to, why Morrowind worked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> to, to be fair, though. <laughs> Nobody to, argue with him about Morrowind. To yeah. be fair, though, Don't I do mean, it. All, all folklore mythology is weird. Like, go to Roman mythology, like Greek gods. The, the, the kind Greek of crazy gods stuff. babies and stuff. Yeah. Greek yeah. gods yeah. were just all horrors. Every, everyone slept with <laughs> everyone. Not wrong. They were all babies all over the place. Like, uh, so, okay. G- getting, getting back to the actual game, it's great source material. The game itself... Yeah. So, yeah. so you're saying it's good because it was actually based off of. It's good because the story that already existed before this game yes. was made was good, but the art did lend itself to the mythology sure. or like, sure. this isn't real, but we're having a good time with it. Feel. Yeah, <laughs> so. the the art in this game actually is really, it really uh, lends itself, like you said, to the um, mythology because it kind of brings you into that mythology. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. The art fits very well with the. Yeah mythology no i i just uh my brain just kind of some neuron bumped in another one and i was like remember that part in harry potter where <laughs> oh yeah in in deathly hallows yeah. where they go into the story about like i'm not gonna say it's, oh. it's me dumbledore who yeah, met yeah, him yeah. but it's me dumbledore who <laughs> met him. and they talk about it's like that that storybook pop-up book type of animation yeah, about oh, the, that reminded about me the of this game yeah yeah it's, this, it's, it's and that's like, what makes it great like the story it's it's driven that this way this looks like it would make now. a really good I don't want to say children's yes, book. No, but say it. Say it because I have a great It would transition. make a really good, scary children's okay, book. Okay, so I just watched. <laughs> okay, I've been waiting all episode to talk about this. Last night, I watched the single scariest movie I've ever watched in my entire life. The- okay, wait, wait, wait. I have to. Okay, no, I have to say something Leprechaun real quick. Leprechaun two. I have to say back something. To <laughs> back to the hood. Okay. Before Andy goes on, I have to stop him and say <sighs> that Andy is very expressive. So when he says the scariest movie he's ever seen in his entire life. It means it's a scary movie. No, okay, and here's why. Okay, so I may or may not have been slightly inebriated when I watched it. That may have added to the fact that I was... It doesn't count then. No, nope. it oh, okay. doesn't count. Okay. It doesn't count. Here's why it counts. You modified the scare. Yeah. Okay, Full this scare. was the only movie that I have watched. I should probably tell what it is, but this is the only movie I've watched since I was a small child where I had to shut the closet door because I was so freaked out and I couldn't get to sleep. I Hope. had nightmares all night about this freaking movie. It was Pokemon saw- 2000 with Lu- <laughs> with Lugia. Yeah. Oh, say Lugia. I did Lugia. say Lugia. Oh, Lugia. God. No, wow. I, I sleep with my closet door closed the mo- all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're AJ. Guys, Brandon just <laughs> said Lugia. <laughs> I, I just said Lugia. I am. I'm sorry. We need to focus on okay. that. I'm, I'm sorry. Leaving. I'm done with I'm this. Sorry to all. How are we gonna be? A, how are we gonna be a gaming pod? I'm, I am a terrible. Nerd, right now. I'm Turn. sorry, people. The world His name is. Ash. You're gonna call hoes like ho ho hoes next. It's gonna be <laughs> the magical bird ho hoes. Oh my gosh. So uh, blastoise, 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 gyrados, gyrados. Yeah. Um, this the movie <laughs> was it, it was a, all centering around a children's pop up book, and the movie was called The Babadook. 
It's the stupidest name in the world, but it was utterly terrifying. If you have, if you're, if you have big, or I can't even talk. If you're a fan of horror movies, go watch this. You will be amazingly surprised. Isn't Babadook that dog from comics in the newspaper? Babadook? That's Marmaduke. Ah. Marmaduke. No, this is Babadook. And the scary version of I am now afraid. <laughs> if, scary Marmaduke. I am now afraid if anybody knocks three times. That, you that just movie, did it. You weren't that, afraid. I know. I did it just to illustrate what I'm talking about. Oh. If that ha- Shut up, Brandon. If that happens, that sends a twinge of nervousness down my spine. What if I fart spine. three times? That, Counts. Session, Is it like Beetlejuice? Just a turd shows up. <laughs> 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 oh, that was a mistake. So I okay. My biggest point to that, getting back to scary watching movie. the watching the scary movie and the scary game, is that I thought this game kind of sucked before I watched the movie, and then I was able to play a little bit of it, and I got a little bit more of an appreciation behind it because they were both folklore. They were both this old. You know, almost a children's story for this game. It was I, I. I had to go back and look at it in a different light. Now, would you, if uh, they? I know you said at the beginning of the episode that uh, they were planning, or rather, he was planning on making this into a movie yes. instead, but it fell through. Um, if this was done as a movie with the exact same art style, would you Ooh. have enjoyed it? Now, art style, as in. The way like, the game, exactly the way the, the game, game weirdly two D. Okay. Would it be Tim Burton? Yeah. Oh, that's a. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. this this like game corpse has brightish kind of. I promise I'm not Captain Jack Sparrow in this one. <laughs> Tim Burton had a cold and sneezed and it popped out your walk like yeah. that. Oh, good lord, AJ. Well done. I didn't even think about. Man, that. I haven't even been I talking at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Oh man, I lost my point. That's fine. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> but go watch them. If you're a fan of horror movies, go watch the Babadook. You'll be thoroughly scared. And I'm still thinking about it. It's going through my head. Um, can I say? Brandon, you you played all the way through and yep. you guys you you checked out the the game. Um, can I say screw everything about that weird dryad lady in the cave when her oh. eyes glow and she jumps at you? Yeah, man. Screw yeah. everything about that. Well, what this is, is, um, there's a puzzle where you have to go find this lady and you're basically going through all these little tunnels, I want to say. Yeah. And you get to this lady where you're trying to, who's got the key that you're trying to find. She's a ghost. She's a ghost lady, lady. but she's, she looks really just friendly you know a regular ghost lady that you're (laughs) a regular regular friendly ghost lady lady. like (laughs) casper she's like the female casper but uh you go up to her and she's the first jump scare in this because as soon as you get it she just like freaks out and you're not expecting it at all and i think that was the main point in this game where i like jumped out of my seat a bit yep screw everything about that yeah i had i I stopped playing after that point i realized oh there's jump scares in here well i'm ready for it but at that point i wasn't (laughs) Well, I'm ready. How do you prepare for that? Well, I'm ready for it. You just you're just cringing all the time. Now, speaking of being ready for it, it did make me curious. How did the controls differ for playing it um, on a tablet or on a mobile device? PC. Ah! Well, Brandon, you played. Excuse it on me, a... I had to clear my throat. Brandon, as opposed to so on why Steam. Why don't you cover the PC and then I'll do the. Other. Um, on the PC, you have the mouse where you can click on stuff and you interact with everything, and then you move left or right with the arrow keys or WASD. Which I use WASD because I'm a gamer and yep. not a not gamer. You got to use that wasad. <laughs> yep. Whereas so. on the tablet, they have little arrows on the side of the screen that you just press down, and during 
certain puzzles you have to drag things across the screens and and move them up and down. You have to have one finger on the iPad as you're moving with the other finger. So you're using both hands controlling this. It's not like most games where it's just you're holding you know holding the device with one hand and then moving with your other finger. You actually got to set it stuff. down somewhere to play. It's it. it's a really solid transfer. Like honestly, I kind of see why they put it on here i think it makes a better ipad game because it's smaller it's shorter gets to the point and the controls are really solid i actually agree that it's probably a better ipad game um for another fact too um the journal that i mentioned earlier is actually only available if you download the companion app yeah the journal there's no way to get it otherwise it's just a uh kind of an easter egg second ending and it's it's just a way for them to introduce you to the lore because the companion app has the journal in it and it has the lore of each individual creature so you can kind of look up that so it's just in the in the app is free so there's no reason not yeah. to download it but you don't know it's there if you don't look for it right so. they give you very little direction on that now speaking of the lore um have you guys looked into other like this uh, uh year walk yeah or Arsad, Ars- whatever it's called Ars- yeah. Ars- we're pronouncing it terribly whatever. sure <laughs> um it reminded me of the Midnight Man game yep. and of other stuff like that, and I just wanted to like talk about that Go for a for second it. because Please. we're in that we're in that vein, that Please delicious, do. nice vein that we're about to mine Please of do. horror gold. They have a movie um, of that coming out, by the way. Really, the, the really? Midnight Game? Yep. Awesome. Oh, wow. Um, but the Midnight Man, uh, I don't know. I will forget the rules specific. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you essentially you before midnight, about three minutes to midnight, I believe, you start knocking on your door. Yep. You have to knock okay, like okay. every. It was, it was more than three times, so you're good. I'll knock as much as I want. You have to knock like what is it? I am the one who knocks. Specific seconds. Twenty. Up. It's twenty-two times, and then on the twenty-second knock, it's midnight. And you enter the home with one lit candle, a little bit of salt, and uh, there's another thing too. All the lights, all the lights and uh, electronics, as much as physically possible, have to be off in the house. You have to be alone, and then you have to walk around the entire house until three thirty, three a.m. And uh, when the they say that when you hold the candle and the flame flickers, that the midnight man is close to you because when you open that door at midnight, you let him into your house. That's creep. And uh, if you if the candle goes out, if you can't relight it within ten seconds, you have to uh, put salt around you on the floor and sit like SpongeBob in the episode where yep. I'm I'm SpongeBob. Heavy <laughs> I know, no, but um, where uh, they get attacked by the sea bear. You know, they oh, sit in oh, the yeah, like, okay, yeah. sit in the circle, Squidward, and they do the whole like <laughs> that deal. Um, it it that that should be a game. Like yes, yes, this this game had the opportunity, I think, to. Uh, that's the main problem I'm seeing is that it's it's kind of like the last Batman movie they made. Right, I'm gonna get a ton of flack for this, Uh-oh. but um, the Dark Knight Rises, you, you, you could tell it was written for the Joker part. Like originally, it was yeah. made for Heath Ledger, That's but then a he really good point. Uh, he outroed, and <laughs> um, we uh, were left with Bane as the, the Tom Hardy's Bane. I love Tom Hardy, but Tom Hardy, yeah. nonetheless, yeah. Rip um, Heath Ledger. It's the same with this. You could tell it was like kind of supposed to be movie esque, yeah. And then they just like, well, uh, we game. Could, yep. We could do yeah. a game. I think that this game would also uh, be a really good creepy pasta. Like it, it seems like something. Especially the journal aspects would. It reminded me a lot of the Haunted Majora's Mask type game. Ben. Oh, ben. Yeah, where he was oh kind of explaining gosh. the. Ins- but he also then. Um, he was explaining the game, the scary things that happened, but then also things were starting to happen to him. 
And that's pretty much what the journal entries were. Is it was just a really mm-hmm. long, creepy pasta. It's that slow descent into madness. And I personally love that type of storytelling. I know, yeah. AJ, you're sitting over there shaking Man, your head. I, all of these, whatever, everything that you guys are saying <laughs> is just like, what the hell is wrong with people? <laughs> White people. People enjoy people. getting scared. It, not AJ. Not Ooh, AJ. Man. Like, I do. And it's funny. When you were t- talking about the Midnight Game, there was a, a, a tiny fragment in the back of my brain going, huh. Maybe I should play that game. It sounds what? like the water part <laughs> in Amnesia. Oh gosh, don't even, don't even. There's another one uh, like the Midnight Game where you do something with a doll. You have yeah. to like break a doll's head open and put like salt and like why yarn. Salt? Okay. Why like, salt? Why not bring it's, pepper? With it's you? like it's red, one person it's like aren't afraid of pepper. And, it's one person hide and seek. Midnight men are not afraid. And, of yeah, one person hide and seek. That's what it is with and, a doll. And you hide. Or, okay, hold on. You, you hide the doll first. You have to r- go outside your house, come back in. And then find the doll and stab it a bunch. <laughs> and then after that, you put the doll in a bathtub and you have to go hide and make sure the doll doesn't find you. And you leave the knife with it. Yep. Sounds like such a stupid game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, Okay, tonight I'm going to play hide and seek by myself <laughs> with, with my dolly. Dude, I heard you did that. How was it? I sat alone for four hours in the <laughs> dark room. Say, like, I also ate lunch by myself the next day <laughs> for the rest of my You ever get stabbed? <laughs> no. So I think I think we're kind of all apparent on this is a great story. It's kind of a stupid game. I, I'd, say, I'd say that this game is much more of an app game than actual yeah. like, game that you should play on the computer. And the price point, honestly, what was it like six bucks? I think it was six bucks on six, the computer. Seven, yeah. something like that. It it makes sense for the amount of like if you know what you're doing, you can get through this game in like 15, 20 minutes. You know, really though, it does have a lot going for it. It's not combat monsters. That's true. Combat that monsters. was my only point. You've got a point. <laughs> I think true. I think combat monsters is like our zero scale. That's the truest horror it's game. Not the zero scale. <laughs> it is not. The okay, zero okay. Scale. It's so like our the textures are the same. <laughs> the textures are the same. <laughs> um, this is going to be a little bit of a of a different odd rating scale, um, because. Oh, you want me to explain? Sure. All right, sweet. Uh, I did not play this game. <laughs> I told everybody I was going to talk twice as more, and then you guys actually started talking about the game, and I shut up because I don't know anything about it. Uh, horror games are not my thing, and I was recovering yeah. from a cold and everything. So. Sure. Uh, and we already, I was going to do like a little review. You know what? Yeah, I, I totally forgot yeah, about that. Go ahead. I mean, you guys kind of already answered all of my questions. No, 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 no. Let's do it again. All right. So it. let's do the game show. Do this do is do the do game do show do called AJ didn't play the game. So now he's going to talk to everybody else about the game and ask him some questions in quickfire style. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Before I, before I, quickfire, super, before you get into this, Andrew, how much of this game did you play? Zero. So, <laughs> so it's the Campbell brothers. It's going to okay. be co-host, Andrew, I, <laughs> co-host, Andrew, I, Andrew, co-host, Andrew. co-host, and co-host. Andrew, I need some uh, game show music in the background. That's <laughs> uh, okay. oh, that's copyrighted crap. Yeah, um, don't get us muted. Just do it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> do it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Brandon, okay. what was your favorite puzzle? Oh, oh puzzles. Well, there was one where you had to go into this little mine. You had five seconds. Uh, uh, my favorite puzzle was finding out what how to do the secret ending. <laughs> Dang! Oh, that judges oh. is that the is that no? That's not what we were looking for. <laughs> Show me secret ending. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it was up there. So. Okay. All right. Uh, Andy, <laughs> your favorite puzzle moment. <laughs> I liked ghost babies. Dang it. <laughs> it was just, I like turtle. I like ghost babies. You have like five totally. seconds. We should, we should probably mention the ghost, ghost babies. Ghost babies. It's a really odd puzzle where you have to go through the game and find literally 
babies. Oh, and you find out later that these were four babies that a mother killed. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with people? <laughs> yeah, so she she killed these babies, so you have to she get these, them. the ghosts of these babies and bring them to the a brook river. horse, the, which is a, a baby horse. horse in the middle of that the thing brook. is. Ugh. All and right. I think he eats them or something. Well, we don't have to go too much <laughs> further than that. Um, Brandon. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah. Which was your favorite ending? I think you have already answered this. You have five seconds. Oh, I'm going to have to say the uh, second ending. There you go. Four, second ending. Three. <laughs> okay. Still the second ending. All right. Andy yours i liked the ending that i actually played because after i finished it the first time i didn't want to keep going this game is boring all right go on <laughs> um we've already talked about uh better on app or sure. pc tablet and stuff like that I, I feel like for tablet. me personally i think this would be a better tablet game yep. um, totally agree but we've already talked about that so brandon if you could change anything about this game <laughs> to make it even better than what it is what would you change? Or if you would not change anything at all, I would, I would change this into not a game. Dang it, you took my answer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, is that like just the, the worst thing that you could say about this game? No, I, I honestly say that the, the game itself... About it a was, game, any game? It was a decent puzzle game. Sure. The horror aspects were just kind of forced. They were all jump scares, in my opinion. The, the atmosphere was kind of creepy, but overall, mostly a puzzle game. If they wanted to stick to the horror aspect, it should have been a book, a, a creepy pasta, a movie, something like that. Oh, yeah. Let's see if that's what the judges were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. <a> spoiler alert. <laughs> um, my answer to that question, since you're probably going to ask me, very similar to Brandon's. I was. The game doesn't need to be made. They need to do a nice story, make it a creepy pasta, make it a movie, make it a YouTube series. But don't the game sure. isn't necessary. Regardless, I don't think I would be playing it or seeing it or anything to do with this game. <laughs> Before we go on to the next question, did you guys all watch the? Well, I'm sure AJ didn't, but that uh, the people who made the <laughs> the uh, um, Slenderman YouTube videos, yeah, sure. that, that whole YouTube yeah. series of him being followed by Slenderman. This would have made a great one of those. <gasps> yeah, no, like the Ooh. the Marble Hornet series on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, the Marble Hornet yeah. series, which it's is phenomenal. a great series yeah. if you like the Slenderman. I guess lore and whatnot. This is a yeah. big part of where Slenderman kind of exploded was because of that. It's done as like Blair Witch style, like yep. the guy just camera, van camera, that type of deal. Yep. Yeah. But I think this would do really good in that type of YouTube style videos. So I agree. I would agree. The only hard part about that would be with the steeped in uh, mythology that this game is. Sure. Like yeah. it's, it would be good. I just am curious to see how the art would change for yeah. this for this project do you go yeah, live action movie True. do you go live action honestly go... i would leave it as an animated film the art style is really good like it's really effective the, the what they're trying to put across they do very well i feel like what have you guys seen the movie troll hunter on netflix yes yeah actually um, I did actually see have you really yep. wait is that the one where the it's the iceland or not icelandic but uh, norwegian norwegian yeah yeah yep. yeah i did watch that really it's yep. a great movie yeah, it it's really enjoyable but at the same time there are a few parts you're like ha trolls <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. scandinavian folklore is terrifying but also silly yeah yeah and it would be hard to translate that's why i love troll hunter but it, it's not scary like it's just a yeah that, it's more of a, it's almost wasn't a scary humor i kind of forced yeah. and that's humor. why i think animated yeah. would work better for it is because you can do more with that than it's true live action sure. it would seem cheesy i think it, you'd sure. have to make it really dark and creepy oh totally. yeah. keep it dark and creepy all right last question brandon <laughs> scariest moment oh i'd say the scariest moment other than the uh the creepy ghost lady that we already talked about is the very first scary moment that you see. 
um, which is the creepy doll. Oh, I forgot about the doll. Yeah, there's uh, this moment where you walk into, I think it's just like a porta potty or something. It's <laughs> it just is. out in the middle of the. And there's <laughs> this creepy wooden doll that's like a music box where you have to twist his head around a bunch of times and then it turns the other way and plays this really creepy music. And the very last turn, it turns around and instead of having the normal face, it has this really bloody face with like blood eyes and there's no reason. And then that's. That's it. Yep. They don't explain it. It's just a no- bloody doll for no reason. And I don't think you actually have to do that ever in order to unlock something. It's just kind of there. To what it, mess what with it you. does is it shows you how to do another puzzle. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. Sure. Andy, <laughs> curious moment. Uh, the freaking cave lady. I I had I dropped my iPad and I got scared (laughs) because I thought I broke it. (laughs) I dropped my iPad and then I died. And then I died. Oh, airily. And thus concludes the (laughs) AJ didn't play this game and made some questions interview style. So why don't we go on to now rating the game? I don't think that the two of you are going to give any rate. And if you do, I'll rate it. I'll rate it. I will actually choose not to rate it. Rate it on a scale from triangle to corn. Go. Uh, Triangle to corn. Seven. Seven. Okay. No, wait, that's a number. I can't use a number. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. Works for me. Existentialism. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. The correct rating scale. What did we decide? We just decided on how many ghost babies. Ghost babies. Brandon, go ahead. Uh, This game I was really excited for because I saw the reviews were really high on this. Um, I was expecting a lot. I was kind of disappointed. I like. I really like puzzle games. I really like horror games, but I was expecting more of horror than puzzle, and this was yeah. completely the opposite. Almost all puzzle. Um, it was kind of short. I beat the entire thing twice, like both endings in about an hour, hour and a half, sure, with not with no hints or anything. Um, style was the art style was really cool. I liked the story aspect. Overall, I'd probably give this. Oh man. Probably like a five point five huh. ghost babies. Five and a half. Five ghost and a half babies? ghost babies. One of those. Are we allowed ba- to do one, that? Well, they're ghosts. So. Oh my gosh. There's a reason right. they're ghosts. One of them's half. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so poor babies. I've kind of been spewing my opinion about this game all episode, but I don't think it was necessary. Period. I think the game was. Just, I agree. <laughs> I think the. I think the game, the story, the um. The folklore behind it is amazing. I love this kind of of storytelling, and that's what it should have been. It should have been a story, and it should have stayed there. And it, there was no reason for it to be a game. I don't know. Maybe, Just because it can be a game doesn't mean it should be a game. It sucks because I know that there are so many people. Andrew Linder, 2015. <laughs> I, I know that there are so many people who hold this game in such high esteem. You know, five out of fives, high 80%. It was not one of me. I would, I would was, say uh, that the reason is because of the story. The story yeah. is really solid. But it kind of falls short on anything else. So then oh, the gameplay is liquid. So stick with your guns, make a yep. really creepy, compelling movie, and don't charge me $7 on an iPad. Six bucks. I'm giving this game three out of ten. Whoa. Whoa, hey. Wait, wait. What, did you, give, what did you give Combat Monsters? Six, and then I changed it to a four. Oh, so oh. it's still worse than oh. Combat Monsters. I don't, I don't accept that answer. Maybe it was just, I didn't even play the game. I don't accept that maybe answer. Maybe it was just <laughs> like, I don't know. The, the game got really stale for me. The environments were all the same. I, there was one legitimate scare throughout the whole thing, and it wasn't worth my money or my time. I mean, wow. I, I'm, I'm being really harsh, but that's I, that's that, kind of where I hold it. You give that a three. I'm Did it ask you to buy ghost baby ghost coins babies. while no. you're playing? <laughs> no ghost baby coins. It's a one-time one, one, one thing deal. that I do want to say is I think the best part of this game is the journal entries. 
the journal entry okay. story, which you completely missed. I did. So because of that, sure, I'm not going to totally call your rating valid. That's fine. I mean, I mean, it's more valid than say uh, ter- Tyrannosaurus Rex or existential <laughs> ex- existentialism. existentialism. Sure, but you know, but you know, if you're a fan of horror games and puzzle games, this is a solid one to go grab. It's just especially especially if you want to grab it. Especially if you want to grab it for your phone. Yeah. You know, a quick game to play. It's just but. definitely not for me. So are, would it be uh, safe to say that we're, we've completed our review I, of this I game? I think so. That is be safe our review of your walk. So we got a special treat for you today. Um, yeah, yeah. We have someone who used to be, oh, so far away, but he came here, now he's here to stay. Except <laughs> not right now, because he's leaving to go back and graduate, then he'll be back so he can do things where we're at now but he's not here now and will be here later well he's actually here right now but he won't be later <laughs> say hello to my brother eric who does all of the editing or a lot of the editing and helps us to an amount of which we would not <laughs> i can't words eric say hi hello i don't like how close our faces have to be. <laughs> they, can be super, they can be really close i have a new interview show Oh, oh, there we, there go. we go. Eric has been sitting in listening to us do this whole show just in, I guess, studio. No, in studio. In, as studio, in, basement. in the studio. In a, basement. A la basement. A la basement. Next to the baby toys. So we can actually <laughs> we can actually thank you in person for all of the hard work that you do. And well done. It's awesome. We can't do the show without you. Eric, thank you. Thank you. That. First question. Yes. How do you do what you do? <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you just push some things and stuff happens and you listen sometimes and you know. Yeah, that's how I Add that's some, how I go about my yeah. my daily job. That's yeah. <laughs> push things, stuff happens and yeah. Hopefully and then, I get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, I get a paycheck. That's awesome. Add Thank some you, noises Ed. when we tell you to, you know. Type yeah, of thing. I do stuff and things. Next, we got to get Devin Doran okay. in studio. Oh, uh, dude, if oh, we can get Devin, he—that's—that's that's a problem. He he'd lives. be a fifth. He'd be a fifth chair on the show. Can for he? That episode. Can he travel the state line? Can I don't know. He—he <laughs> <laughs> he is an expert. He is an expert. So. <laughs> any any final words, Eric, that you'd like to share with the audience? I don't think so. Okay. I'm just oh, so man. uncomfortably close to him. <laughs> so just, just put your cheeks next. Brotherhood. Brotherly love. Brotherhood. Brotherly Brotherhood. love. I try not to breathe every time just I sit next to this thing because I don't want to breathe in like. <laughs> no, for real though, it's bouncing back off of the screen. Andrew, Andrew, you should, me you should just live tweet everything that Eric is like saying right in front of your face. It's like, oh man, it's hashtag coffee. cheeks together. <laughs> hashtag coffee breath. So, Andrew, next game is yours. Oh, I'm excited for this one. All right, here the, we go. The uh, next game, the next game we have on the Nordy Dirt Cast is going to be, I believe, it's pronounced Magicite. Magicite or Magicite, one of the two. Now, this is that not Magica, right. which I. I no, no, it is not about wizards that fling boulders and such at each other <laughs> and okay. uh, heal each other with beams. This game is a roguelike platformer. Ooh, um, cool. It's also a crafting game. Um, oh. So uh, it, we're, we'll go into it more uh, on the next episode of the Nordy Dirt Cast, but uh, uh, Magicite is the next game. Awesome. Right, awesome. Then. I love it. Why don't we go ahead and move on to a few plugs? But before we take care of that, we have a giveaway to announce. Um, Cup 2? No, it would have been last week. We reviewed Shelter 2. Shelter 2. And we we wanted some listeners to experience that game with us and maybe feel the same emotional connection (laughs) as as we felt. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so we have a winner, do we not? Uh, Oh, no, we don't. No, we do. No, shut up. <laughs> no, we do have a winner. Uh, our winner for Shelter 2, congratulations to Ariuna. Hey. All right. I believe that is the Ariuna that we oh, know. Really? That we really? know and love. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Awesome. 
Well, if it is um, best druid in the world that sweet, we got sweet to play druid heels, we love Hashtag you. Hashtag suck up. Yeah, maybe. Um, so awesome. So uh, hit me up on Steam. At, it's just Rios on Steam. Is it Rios? Rios 08. I have no idea what it Rios? is on Steam. You know, I, I have you on Facebook. I'll, I'll talk to you there. But uh, congratulations. And then next week, we'll be giving away... Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator. Yep. And I will put a post out on the website for that. And I will uh, promote that on Twitter. Yep. I Sorry, I have not done that this week. I was I was sick, you know? If, if you want to win a copy of the ridiculous game Goat Simulator, all you need to do is go to the Nordy Dirt Cast Twitter mm-hmm. and do hashtag Goat Sim Giveaway. Yep. And... We also need a recommendation of a game that you think that we should cover on the show. And what was Ariana's game, by the way? Do that's you have what that I'm up? looking up right now. It's, okay, uh, cool. I believe it was uh, something of the Necrodancer. Oh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer, who, huh. evidently enough, uh, a popular streamer now, who uh, Elspeth Eastman, okay, did a some vocal work for that game. Also did some vocal huh. work for League of Legends now. What? I know. Isn't that sweet? That's, that's awesome. Cool. She's so cool. I'm in. Okay. I'm totally in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, we can throw out some. So, congratulations, Ariana. Hit me up on on uh, Steam or Facebook or something. Yep, we'll figure it out. Hit Andy. Uh, <laughs> smack me right in the face. Um, if you want to email us directly and have a talk about the show, which by the way, I need to get that pulled up. You can go to our Gmail, it's Nerdy Dirtcast on uh, Nerdy Dirt. Nerdy Dirt. Nerdy Dirt. Nerdy Dirtcast at gmail dot com, and we will bring it up on the show. So, do you want to do this, or do we want to do plugs first? Um, you know what? Let's do. Let's. Uh, do you want to do the tw- uh, the questions on our website? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do those first. At nordydirk.com, you have a comment section if you want to comment about the uh, episode, and we have a few on Hooray. Shelter Two that I'd like to bring up. So that guy that I mentioned, the streamer who did this, Lizard, Lizard, Lizard Dizzle, um, he said, "Hey, thanks for mispronouncing my name for the mention. Your podcast has good <laughs> rhythm." <laughs> Uh, in terms of Shelter 2, if you play Shelter 1, your connection to your children would be much stronger in comparison. Shelter 1 is much longer and deeper experience. You do everything you do in Shelter 2, but it's many more times longer. The areas you go are far more interesting. The dangers you face are different at each level, and the experience is more guided. Huh. So I agree. So let me ask. Apparently, we played the wrong one. I guess so. Like, what did they do better other than graphics? See, well, it sounds you're a like- badger. Sounds like they did everything better, right? Other I than think graphics. you're a badger in that one. Then why make Shelter yeah. Two? Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just Maybe make why it did they make Taken graphics? Two? Either way, my my response is I I you cannot take away my mama lives. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Ryan Letzer commented about the egg with the feet. Yeah, yeah. And he said that it was. He thought I'd let you know that the egg is a little feet sticking out in the Digimon that the owner. Wait. With the little feet sticking out in Digimon, that is the owner of a restaurant, also Tokopi. Also Tokopi. Well, we knew it wasn't well, Tokopi because no. I know well, the word. Plus one for also Tokopi. Yeah. Um, it's not Tokopi. I do. I man, I I think it's from Looney Tunes. It's not there, the Digimon. There guy. is one from Looney Tunes, I, and I, that's the one we're talking about. I think, I think there, there. I think there's also one from Digimon. Yeah, I never watched there is Digimon. One from Digimon. He's not wrong. Yeah. That's that's not, not the one, one we were about. talking about. Hey, but thanks Ryan for for trying to. Yeah. You know, shout out for the, that awesome. mech game, man. That's he's the creator of the mech game that I've oh, I've sweet. been testing. So. Oh, sweet. awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. I want to play that, by the way. I do too. And our final comment is from our good buddy Scooby Doo Two. You're a cool guy. Thanks for shouting me out. Well, you're welcome again. Also, uh, I kept hearing mixed reviews about the Book of Mormon musical. Uh, is that it's good yet also slanderous towards Mormons? So, Andrew, um, this is what I, I love being able to talk about this okay. because uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the guys who do South Park, are the guys who wrote this musical or yep. spearheaded the creative project for it. Now, for those who are familiar with their work, they do not pull punches for anyone, including themselves. Nope. There is not a single entity on this planet that is safe from their comedic justice. Nope. 
And uh, what I loved about the Book of Mormon was when we went to see it, um, I saw it in Chicago, and when we got the playbills for it, um, the very first page you open up is an ad from the Church of uh, Latter-day Saints. Saints. Oh. It says, you've seen the play, now read the book. And so oh, it's okay. obvious they endorse it because they want people to That's cool. check yeah. out Actually their deal. see what it's deal. really about. So it wasn't, uh, if, you, if it offends you, don't go see it. Like if you're that type of person who will get offended, it's not worth your time. Yeah. But um, if you have an open mind about it and are just in for some laughs uh, and know the type of humor that Matt Stone and Trey Parker always do on South Park, that very poignant uh, yet sophomore humor mm-hmm. with a lot of satire they don't, thrown in. They don't care if they're going to offend you. Like, and that's they'll what say makes, whatever they want. And that's what makes their productions great. So if you want to go see Book of Mormon for that, please do. Uh, it's one of the best musicals I've ever seen. Nice. Cool. I also just want to give a shout out to uh, Luthera, our good buddy Aaron, Aaron uh, for the five star review. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. dude. Yeah, I'm not going to read it. Very awesome. But no, <laughs> if, if you want, if you also want to go and give us a five star review or any review, if you like what we do and want to see it keep going, head over to iTunes, drop a five star review under our show or whatever you, you want to review us. And Be honest. Well, we love you. We, we do. We there, is, do. there is truth and honesty. I'll read the first line just so people just sure. get that incentive. It says, a uh, great sense of humor stemming from a long and storied friendship. Aww. Aww. Did it you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. AJ, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow my Twitch stream. My Twitch Wednesday, uh, Twitch Wednesday nights? I stream it. Wednesday nights on Twitch, uh, 6 p.m. till about 11 uh, p.m. Central. And uh, you can follow that at twitch.tv slash eolan08. Awesome. Andrew, where can people follow you? They can find me on the YouTubes, I believe the website is called, at Thascast. That's T-A-H... Uh-oh. I forgot how to spell ass. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, T-H-A-S-S-C-A-S-T, like you're catching a fish, but it's got a booty. So uh, check out Thascast on YouTube. I have been taking a hiatus on posting videos because uh, of personal reasons, so I'll be posting a lot more of those soon, um, awesome. as well as updating my channel art and making it a bit more polished. Ooh, so, awesome. um, Thank you for those of you who are checking them out. I know it's... Uh, it can be somewhat arduous watching me trying to catch fairies in uh, Termina. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. It's, it's really awesome. funny. But uh, that's where you can find me. And Brandon, where can people find you? Well, right now you can't find me anywhere because oh, well, I haven't actually... Get out just, I right I, here. I found you. I haven't actually started streaming, but I will be streaming hopefully soon enough on my Twitch channel, and that is uh, Stabadabadoo. <laughs> it's spelled exactly like it awesome. sounds. And uh, yeah, I'll be doing the games on there. When are you going to be streaming? Uh, hopefully soon. Cool. cool. That's all I got. Blizzard soon. TM. 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 <laughs> Blizzard soon. TM. So three years from now. Um, yeah. uh, Rouse, R-Y-0-S, or twitch.tv slash R-Y-0-S. That's my channel. You can get the uh, website, nordydirk.com, uh, gmail.com, all that good stuff. Twitter. Hit us up. We're all over the place if you want to contact us, and we'll talk about you on the show. So unless we have anything else for the fine listeners. I saw the movie about the digging up of the ET games. <laughs> Good note to end on. Thank you for joining us today uh, at the Nordy Dirk Awesome. For myself, uh, for Brandon Campbell. That's me. For A.G. Vogel. Spoilers, they found them. <laughs> and ending with Andrew Linder. We're going to end with me and then we'll see what we're going to do today. We're going to play some games, going to pick your brain, going to see what you have to say. Ha check the comments are going good and you made me think you understood what we're talking about. If we don't talk over each other like we always do. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you guys next week for, oh crap, what's the show? What's the, what's the game? 
Magicite. Magicite. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Take care. Peace. Peace.